Good morning and happy Monday, everyone. This is Rob McDougall from Zank Financial here with your weekly economic update. Today is Monday, September 25th, 2023. So last week, we got three housing-related data points. We'll talk about those. Also talk about the fact that the Federal Reserve had a rate decision, which was announced on Wednesday. Now, on the housing side, housing clearly is one of the most sensitive sectors to interest rate changes. But I'll have to say that we've been surprised that real estate has held up as well as it has with this Fed rate hiking hiking cycle. So uh, we just took a look at the Case-Shiller information. That's uh, a database simply shows you the average housing price over the last year. And after the Fed started increasing, uh, housing prices on average did go down. But as of last month, uh, they are now back to pre-tightening levels. So housing has been uh, a lot more immune than, uh, to these interest rate hikes than we thought they would be. So last week, we had three housing numbers, but two were really very surprising. Not sure what to make out of it. So the housing start numbers came in well below expectations. as 1,283,000. Expectations were over 1.4 million. But conversely, building permits came in above expectations at over 1.5 billion. So not really sure what's going on there. Best guess is um, that uh, it's likely a timing issue. So when we look at next month, maybe those two will rationalize. It's a little odd to see those go in such different directions versus consensus as we did last week for the August data. So I'll just skip the other one, uh, but go to the Fed decision last week, which is, as expected, as we previewed, no interest rate change. However, the discussion on Wednesday afternoon by Chairman uh, Jerome Powell was definitely negative. Markets took it as negative. Not a lot of real information there, except for the fact that Jerome Powell did take up expectations uh, for interest rate levels throughout 2024, also said can't dismiss another interest rate increase between now and the end of the year, two more Fed meetings. So the market reacted pretty negatively to that. We'll, we'll take a look at that. Uh, but before we do, we'll just uh, simply mention where expectations are now in terms of interest rate increases post the meeting. So now by the end of the year, the expectation is we're still it's 59% that there will not be an increase, although the Fed said don't dismiss it. Um, that came down, that 59% was down just a little bit from the week before, which is about 63%. But market is betting Jerome Powell is playing poker. We will not see another uh, rate increase this year. Uh, inflation expectations inched up a little bit. This has happened the last three weeks. I think we started um, around 2.22% for the next 10 years. Uh, four weeks ago, now we're up to 2.37. So uh, inflation expectations have moved up a little bit over the last four weeks. But again, the absolute level at 2.37% average over the next 10 years looks pretty low. Last thing we'll talk about is, uh, or mention from last week's data, is we continue to watch the Atlanta Federal Reserve's expectation for third quarter GDP, uh, remember second quarter GDP was announced at 2.4, revised down to 2.1. And it's a little surprising still that the Atlanta Federal Reserve thinks the, four, the third quarter GDP is as hot as it is. 
They took their uh, estimate down two weeks ago from 5.8 down to 4.9, but they kept it there again last week. So Atlanta Federal Reserve believes 4.9% GDP growth in the third quarter. I would take the under on that. We would take the under on that, but we'll see. So last week, how did markets react uh, to the economic data? Well, I don't think there was any movement from the economic data, but most definitely from Jerome Powell's discussion, uh, bond uh, bond yields moved up. The two-year was up eight basis points. The 10-year up 12 basis points. In the month of September alone, the 10-year yield is up 35 basis points. So at one point earlier this year, we were taking a little bit of solace in the fact that the fixed income markets had revived. Actually, we had a nice year-to-date gain going. At one point, it was close to 4%. Gone. Last week, the Bloomberg U.S. Aggregate Bond Index down 50 basis points, or half a percent. Now, on a year-to-date basis, it's a negative 0.24%. Equities actually did worse than fixed income last week. S&P 500 down 2.9%. And what really got hit is, of course, what has worked on a year-to-date basis. And that's largely large-cap growth. So the NASDAQ itself was down 3.6%. A large cap last week uh, was down almost 3%. Large cap or growth in the U.S. was down 3.95%. Now, year-to-date basis, picture looks pretty good. S&P 500 still up 13.9% for the year. NASDAQ up 26.2%. So we gave back a little last week, but year-to-date things look really good. Uh, on the international side, international markets gave back some, not quite as much as the S&P last week. The MSCI World X U.S. index down 2.2%. And China actually fared the best out of all these groupings at a negative 0.8%. So this next week in terms of economic data that's coming up, uh, we've got a few things. I think Friday will be the more eventful day, but on Tuesday we have two new home sales, probably not going to move the market Expectations are a little bit of a decrease for the month of August. Uh, July came in at 714,000. Expectation is 695. So also on Tuesday is consumer confidence. This could move the market. Consumer confidence has been bobbing up and down a little bit, not a consistent pattern over the last six months. Last month, the month of August, it came in at 106.1. Expectation is it's going to be down just a little bit to 105. Friday, as I mentioned, I think will be a more impactful day. The biggest number coming out of that, inflation. We are, most investors, particularly fixed income, just laser focused on the inflation number. So we will get PCE and PCE core. PCE is, uh, again, personal consumption expenditure. That's the Fed's preferred measure of inflation. Uh, that expectation for PCE is it's going to be up. Of course, we've talked last week, we spent a fair amount of time talking about the fact that oil prices, energy prices are up. So PCE is expected to be up 0.4% in the month of August, month over month. Prior month was up only 0.2%. But PCE core is expected to come in at 0.2% month over month, which is the same as the month before. I think that number might have some upside, which is negative, probably some upside potential. Again, with energy prices going through the economy, I would not be surprised to see that miss the mark and come in at 0.3. But again, consensus is 0.2. 
So the two other factors, two other data points next week or at the end of this week on Friday that are important, personal income, personal spending. If these two come in as expected, it would be good for the markets, we believe. Personal income is expected to rise really strongly uh, month over month. So in August, it was expected to have risen 0.5%. Month of July, it was only up 0.2%. So personal income expected to be higher, great. Personal spending actually expected to moderate a little bit. So the month of July, that was up a 0.8 month, 0.8 month over month. Expectation is for August, it's going to come in at a positive 0.5. That would be good as well. That's moderate growth. That's good. We'd rather have it moderate, uh, moderate GDP growth, because the last thing we want is for inflation to reaccelerate and the Fed to tighten further. So. That's it for the recap for last week, uh, data, economic data, and financial markets, and the preview of economic data this week. We thank you so much for your attendance and hope to see you next week. Thank you.